0: What's up, everybody? This is the our fuck. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to leave it in there. What's up, everybody? This is the Work Rate Podcast. This is our AEW Dynamite review. I am Mike Fenn. I'm joined as always by Brad. Brad, how you doing?
1: I am excellent. It's been kind of the weather's been crazy here in Oklahoma lately, but it's calming down now. So can't ask for much more. Yeah, you?
0: today was the today was the first day where it's like, oh, it. It, it's real cold. Like it's cold, cold, mm-hmm. but like cold, cold, like ask me in a month or in two months and I'll, I would say it's warm. Mm-hmm. But, uh, today was the first day I was
1: like, Oh, I should yeah. be wearing gloves. Yeah. Yeah. I, I put a jacket on for the first time this morning when I left for work. Yeah. It's
0: that, it's that confusing time of year where you go outside and you come back in. You're just like, okay, so it feels like I might have a sore throat. Mm-hmm. And this is, terrifying right now mm-hmm. because of covid um but yeah no everything's good uh i had a successful con my first con in two years so that was fun that's awesome i was selling my art it was cool I'm right now i'm working on a uh a peacekeeper uh design so yes, I was painting I john cena today and last night so that's fun That's going to be hard to paint. Somebody can't see.
1: Oh, (laughs) always got to throw that joke in there. (laughs) That that are
0: real easy. Yeah. (laughs) One or the other. Yeah. I saw the previews
1: of it and it looks really good. You're doing a good job on it.
0: Yes. So I don't have it in our notes, but the news this week is fucking wild. Yeah. Super wild. Um, So ring of honor has released everybody from their contracts And what that means for some people, it's they're not renewing anybody. So anybody whose contract comes up between now and the end of the year, they're not renewing. And anybody whose contract was, that was ending on, I guess, January, they're, they've, they're sort of, they'll get paid until March essentially. Uh And, um,
1: they're going until,
0: what is it? Final battle? Is that what they call
1: it? Yeah, final battles are they're, they're big, usually their biggest show of the year. It's right at the end of the year. So, yeah, so man. final battle. So everybody's released. So
0: this is fucking this is sad. Yes, because very sad. uh especially uh you're somebody who is right in the thick of the
1: uh, glory days of, oh, of yeah. Honor. Oh yeah, somebody on Twitter posted up the old what the old ring of honor message board looked like back in like 2004 or something. And it was just like, Oh man, all the nostalgic feels and just getting on there and talking about the DVDs you just got in the mail and stuff. It was such a good time. Yeah. So
2: ring Ring of honor
1: has had
0: a massive influence on the, uh, on uh popular wrestling today. Popular wrestling today would not be what it is without yes. ring of honor much to
1: vince mcmahon's chagrin
2: mm-hmm.
0: for you yeah. guys uh, even
1: this most of his top well they released a bunch but for a while most of his top guys were ring of honor guys like seth rollins was ring of honor champion and he's one of their top guys oh yeah uh
0: seth Kevin rollins brian danielson cm yeah. punk
1: yeah, smote joe like, uh, Samoa joe uh roderick strong that's like the first big boom, yeah, Cesaro. Uh and then like their second big boom in the early two thousand tens, that's the Bucks and Adam Cole and like all those guys. So it's like Kevin Steen. Yeah. They just have Sami like, Zayn. Mm-hmm. Literally
0: anyone who can work the modern style that's in WWE pretty much went through Ring of Honor.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. It's uh it's insane. Essentially NXT was Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Ring of Honor happened, and this was prior to AEW, Ring of Honor was AEW. That mm-hmm. was the company that everybody loved. They were the Dark Horse company, the company that people talked about online. If Twitter was around, that would be the company that Twitter would love, Yep. would yep. have been Ring of Honor. And then yeah. I guess Triple H was just like, yeah, it's pretty cool. I want them. Yeah. So he just took them all.
1: Yeah. Um, which just, is yeah it's uh it's just <laughs> kind of crazy it's it was, uh, this is gonna sound mean but it's not meant to be mean but i always thought ring of honor would outlast uh impact <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah
0: impact is a fucking cockroach man mm-hmm. they will not go down it yeah. is
1: it's very impressive and their product right now is quite good yes yes they're doing a good job and now with all these ring of honor like they had some quality people signed to Ring of Honor. So I'm excited to see where they go. And it's just, it's more. Yes. Um, more do you want to talk about from... where
0: we think a couple people will go? Yeah, for sure. Let's go th- through some highlights. Um, I'm going to say a name and you can tell me where you think he'll go.
1: Jonathan Gresham. Jonathan Gresham. Uh, I could see him going to Impact. His wife works there. But I could also see him going to New Japan. He would fit in so well in New Japan. That's like where him... he should go. Yeah. I'd like to see him show up in AEW just a couple times cuz I just selfishly want to see him versus Danielson, which I think everyone wants to mm-hmm. see cuz that match mm-hmm. would be amazing. Mm-hmm. But he'd absolutely kill it in New Japan. He's wrestled there like their best of the Super Juniors and stuff cuz Ring of Honor and New Japan for a long time had a working relationship. So he was in what? like the G1 or something. It was the Best of the Super ago.
0: Juniors. Was it Best of Super Juniors? Yeah. I thought it. I saw him wrestle against some bigger guys too. Well, Maybe he did
1: not. like on tour, but like he was in the Best of the okay. Super juniors in his of course his match against Shingo Takage was that's something you guys gotta look up. It's, oh yeah, I guess match.
0: that's I guess uh, Osprey and Shingo were in they were, they were, juniors were in that time. tournament that time, mm-hmm.
1: so now they're the heavyweights. Yeah. But yeah, he he'd fit in there. I want to see him wrestle Danielson, so a couple appearances in AEW wouldn't wouldn't hurt.
0: Yeah, I would. The funny thing is that every time I don't know. Every time these things happen and these people get released, everyone always says, oh, this person is definitely going to New Japan. They got to go to New Japan, New Japan, New Japan, New Japan. And then New Japan signs nobody. Mm -hmm. They don't sign anybody ever. The only people they sign come from, ironically, Ring of Honor. Mm -hmm. But um, They would be people that working at Ring of Honor and then just the working relationship brings them over and then they like them. And
1: they keep them, such as Cobb. Yeah, like... which, uh, so. speaking of the Ring of Honor and New Japan relationship, now New Japan needs someone to send their, their young lions on excursion to. So hopefully that's AEW, because that'd be awesome. They've been using the UK a lot. Yeah. Yeah, Pro. They have a good relationship within the UK. But CML, CMLL also sent their equivalent to young lions to ring of honor for excursion too. CML mm-hmm. CMLL does that too. So yeah, it's just, it, it's crazy.
0: <laughs> yeah. It, it's,
1: it's really wild. Um, Brody King, Brody King, uh, he tweeted out earlier, kind of cryptic in front of a black house, house of black and okay, him and, yeah. um, him and Malachi black are super tight. They're the PWG tag team champs right now. So I, think it's a shoe-in for him to come that's to happening AEW, yes 1000 that's, that's happening. and he would be an amazing fit he's a gigantic dude AEW they need more gigantic dudes like that and he could do a lot of lucha libre stuff too which is kind of insane for how big he is so and him and malachi black would be an awesome tag team in AEW.
0: okay i'm gonna throw out a name that i think will end up in impact dalton castle yeah
1: he'd be perfect for impact it, he could also to, do WWE. Yeah, I don't know if WWE would really treat his gimmick the way no, it should be. They wouldn't. They would probably give him women, which no, uh, that sounds bad. But like his whole gimmick works because oh, it's like super boys. skinny twink boys. Yeah, <laughs> so <laughs> the whole thing works like that. But yeah, he'd be great at Impact. Um, yeah, I think that that's a spot for him for sure, without a yeah. doubt. He I could know be when, their champ.
0: He could be he'd their go, champion real quick.
1: Yeah. Whenever he'd go to um New Japan, all the New Japan guys and the fans loved him. So. Did he did he work New Japan? I didn't know that. Yeah, with when they did the stuff with Ring of Honor. Even one time Tanahashi was one of his boys. It was funny and stuff. So <laughs>
0: that's great. I did not yeah. know that Dalton Castle ever went there. Yeah. Um who else? Well, this is somebody this person's interesting because I think. I honestly think he works in every single company. Dan Housen.
1: Yeah. I think Dan Housen is big enough now where he needs to be in AEW. He's popular enough now that he should go to AEW.
0: I think he he is going to AEW. Mm -hmm. Um, He's already teased it, but you never know because he's a comedian as well. Yeah. So he could just be fucking with people. He tweeted his own version of the Cody gif with his own ear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. That was funny.
1: But yeah, he's he's one of those guys that he's so he's even big. He's got like his own coffee, and like he's been on the Conan O'Brien podcast and stuff. So he's got like weirdly crossover appeal that you could put him on TV shows and stuff because he's really funny.
0: Right when he was in the process of working Ring of Honor and getting signed, and but it wasn't official yet. Um and this is when Cody was like hey send me send me your tweets of people of this and that I w- yes i want to see who you want us to sign and i'll take a look at them and he and he's like hey i got to i got to go talk to Ethan Page about this Danhausen guy mm-hmm. and he he tweeted about that and then like a oh, week but he was basically already signed to Ring of Honor at the yep. time so he couldn't do anything there
1: but i He's, yeah, and that's another thing, too. He's super tight with Ethan Page. Like him and Ethan Page are super good friends. So. Okay, every, <laughs> yeah, everyone Half likes Daniels. Love that Daniels. And AW
0: just... are, are close with them. Mm-hmm. So I think he's a shoo-in for AW. It just makes yeah. too much sense. They're really good with comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You um, he, get over there. Who? Oh, one group that I think it would be nice for AW to get, but I don't think that they can house them because there's so many of them is shane taylor enterprises
1: oh yeah that's it that's like an six dudes yeah they're an excellent stable though but yeah i don't know if aw yeah. has the room for them but wherever they go like, if they stick together they'll be money wherever they go
0: they'd be perfect. they'd fit right into the stable heavy mm-hmm. aw roster yeah the thing is like that's six people yeah yeah there's just <laughs> and then you and then
1: you've got the all the luchadors
0: mm-hmm. which you i would think, think are
1: I think Roosh is a shoe in because of his yes. relationship with Andrade; they're super yes. tight. I would selfishly love to see Bandito come to AEW because he was my favorite Ring of Honor wrestler. He's a current. Champ. He's a wild card for me. I don't know yeah. where he goes. He's he's an incredible. Like, yeah, he just needs to show up on AEW and have a couple matches, and he'll wow everyone. And then he's like super strong too. He's deceptively yeah. strong, massive. Mm-hmm. And then you got Dragon Lee. Yeah, I, I think Dragon Lee's probably a shoe in for AEW too. <laughs> just, just cause the relationships with Andrade and they can, exactly. they can have low single. You're Noveli's thinking exactly day. the way I was. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> three, the, the only Noveli's guy, of those,
0: the only guy of those three I didn't know was bandito. He, he could honestly show up anywhere. He's young enough that. Yeah. WWE probably looks at him and he with different glasses
1: than they do other mm-hmm. people. Yeah. He's, He's an excellent talent, and his moveset is like no one else's. Like the stuff he can do, he's awesome. Like, yes, like I said, selfishly, I just want to come to AEW because that's what I watch the most, just so I can see him wrestle a lot more. But anywhere he goes, I'll follow and watch his matches. But yeah, he's excellent. The thing is, all these guys, every single one of them has worked uh,
0: PWG, and mm-hmm. PWG has a heavy, heavy relationship with AEW. Mm hmm. Very heavy relationship
1: with AEW. It's like half their roster, mm-hmm. including I, their announced team. Yeah, I know FTR was tweeting about the Briscoes. Like they want the Briscoes to come into AEW. Mm. That would be a mm. hell of a tag match. They're kind of controversial, I so says, I don't know if AEW wants to bring them in. But <laughs> yeah, I don't.
0: Mm-hmm. Not with the uh with the optics, like the the issues that they have with. Mm-hmm propping themselves up as the as the diverse company Mm -hmm. i don't know that i bring those guys in just not that they're necessarily bad dudes you never know what is what is gimmick and what is not Mm
2: -hmm.
0: but it's just uh i feel like it would be a tough pill to swallow for a lot of people Mm -hmm. (laughs) including me they make me uncomfortable yeah like i <laughs> I watch those guys i I read their tweets I listen to them
1: talk and I'm just like this is all red flags for mm-hmm. me I yeah, don't they prior to all this ring of honor news they showed up to g c w and that's a pretty good fit for them their mm-hmm. style and all that stuff so yeah which was I remember when they showed up in GCW is like, that's weird. Ring of Honor usually doesn't let people do that kind of stuff. And then now it makes sense why <laughs> that all this stuff's happening. Well, yeah, Danhausen was just
0: on the Jericho cruise, mm-hmm. so that's interesting. Yeah. Because uh, Ring of Honor was it Ring of Honor that Ring of Honor or Impact. I think it was Ring of Honor
1: banned their people from showing up at Jericho's last cruise. Yep. Yeah, because they were pretty salty still about all the elite guys leaving and starting AW.
0: Which I find that narrative so funny. Mm-hmm. Their contracts ran out, and they did something else.
2: Yeah,
1: if it, <laughs> I saw people on Twitter talking about it, and if it, if they didn't start AEW, they would have went to WWE. So it's not like they were like going to stick around a Ring of Honor, anyways. So <laughs> it's not like they had a contract and they reneged on it or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Their contract is up, and they just chose not to sign, and
0: then so you was... can tell who doesn't watch sports. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. like
1: contracts and you leave what what, a, what is difficult about this yeah especially when you're because ring of honor kind of has the had the trouble of um what ecw had back in the day they were uh kind of too big for the indies but not big enough to be not an indie you know and like so the yeah, wrestlers they, would get pretty big and then they couldn't afford them anymore and stuff the thing is they can afford all well, they could with Sinclair and broadcasting behind him. They just didn't yeah, they back just, him.
0: They don't. They choose not to, mm-hmm. and that's unfortunate because they yeah. could be. They
1: could have been the biggest thing. Yeah, they really could have. Because Sinclair's like all over the place here in the states. At least I don't know how it is up there. Yeah. in Canada. But
0: well, Ring of Honor is not dead, though. They've said that they're coming back. Yeah, so, we'll see. I don't know what that I don't means. Know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that's just. By buying some time, because I saw somebody uh, put out the press release from when uh, WCW Thunder closed mm-hmm. down for a bit to say we're, we're rebranding. Well, or it was either WCW Thunder or, is it, or it was WCW, and they're like we're rebranding. We're gonna. It was pretty much the exact same thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because then Ring of Honor the, put out. Yeah, when well, WCW is about to go under Eric Bischoff tried to buy it again and, and he had backers and stuff and they put out that press release saying something like that but then um TNT backed out they didn't want to have wrestling on TV anymore so Eric Bischoff is like well if I can't be on TV there's no point in owning a wrestling company so they sold it to Vince McMahon he's right <laughs> and if Ring of Honor does sell their their tape library is going to go for a lot this i expect a full bidding war between AEW and WWE for that ring of it'll tape be library. AEW AW
0: will outbid them for that. Mm-hmm. They have far too many Ring of Honor people mm-hmm. on their roster, and Tony Khan has said that he would like to start his own, like have a streaming service mm-hmm. in the not too distant future. Yeah, that's and they one put of the Ring reasons of Honor on why they <laughs> are you kidding me? Half yeah, your roster's no- old Ring of Honor. Yeah, <laughs> like. It's it's a no brainer, and then he instantly has enough stuff to put on a network.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just crazy, man. Because I think next year would have been their twentieth anniversary, Ring of Honor's twentieth anniversary. Yeah, too bad, nuts. man. Yeah, and they were to they did
0: what they did right by so by their whole roster by so many people throughout the pandemic. Yeah, they, they paid still pay people all. even.
1: Yeah, when they weren't running shows and stuff, which is really cool. They didn't release
0: anybody. They were super safe. Um, mm-hmm. They hired a lot of indie talent. They brought a lot of good indie talent in. They had the best representation across all promotions. Mm-hmm. Like it was everything that we want from all our other companies that we support, they were doing, but yeah. nobody watched them. And that sucks. Yeah. And a lot it of that's just, it's their TV, man. Yeah and their production value it's just not where it is where everyone else is
1: yeah it's it was like they even though they had Sinclair backing them and stuff they just like never got out of that like mid-2000s level of like tv and stuff like you watch it down it looked like it was something from 15 years ago it was kind of crazy
0: yeah I never loved their booking decisions when I did watch it I
1: was like ah. Yeah, they've had some questionable bookers for a while. Like they had Cornette running it for a while and then I when I somebody pointed out on Twitter and I have to agree with them when they let Bully Ray become the booker, that really, terrible. Really kind of sunk him in. He's always he said he was never the booker, but mm-hmm. I don't believe them. Well, he would like go out and intimidate fans when they cuz his wife worked there and like when they would heckle his wife, he'd go out there and like intimidate the fans and stuff and it just mm-hmm. wasn't good. <laughs> yeah. It was, uh, and that uh, Madison Square Garden show really, not not because like all the elite guys had left, but just like when they put on a show with New Japan and like you just see the differences between New Japan and Ring of Honor. I think that really started to turn people away from Ring of Honor. It did for me for sure. I mm-hmm. remember that show, and
0: I was like, oof, the yeah. <laughs> the the Ring of Honor
1: stuff was not great at yeah. all. And they tried to do that yeah, the, thing with Enzo and Cass, which no one liked and stuff. It was just not a good look for them. Yeah, I think that's
2: well, really it, kind of.
0: It's bad when the only time that you're interested in the Ring of Honor talent is when they're in Japan.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: <laughs> when someone else is using your guys better. Yeah. But, and uh, yeah. that's the way it was. And, like, I loved the Elite. And when they were in Japan, it was so good. Then they would go and do stuff in Ring of Honor. I was like, I'm not watching that. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: (laughs) I would watch it. I was like, yeah, I don't like it. I I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. But it's because of Ring of Honor is how I got into New Japan when they started working with them more. And like the Bullet Club stuff, that's when I really got into New Japan. But then, like you said, Mm -hmm. you you see, you go watch New Japan. You're like, oh, okay. Yeah, this is so much better. (laughs) (laughs) They're doing what you did, but better. Mm-hmm. so
0: yeah. i don't know like why would i watch why would i watch that dark dingy one when i can
1: watch this slick presentation over yeah, here for sure yeah but yeah I man, it's, right. it's 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 sad because you know ring of honor i've watched since 2003 2004 so it's a long time of me watching and to see him go is sad but mm-hmm. sometimes it needs to happen and then now we get all these other people out in the in the wrestling world so that's gonna be awesome yeah, it looks like uh they're all,
0: they all seem pretty positive. All the all the talent, so that's good. Mm-hmm. At least no one no one has a bad thing to say. Yeah, so that's good to see. Okay, so let's get into dynamite because we've been going for twenty minutes. Um, <laughs> starting with, and this was this was kind of beautiful after all the mm-hmm. talk of ring of honor all yeah, speaking day of ring of
1: honor this match
0: cm punk versus bobby fish two ring of honor legends mm-hmm.
1: go yeah, up from there the, in the first two match. different eras we were talking about two different eras of ring of honor putting on a tribute to ring of honor match this was awesome it was great and
0: i have to. fish has really opened my eyes like uh i had heard of his ring of honor stuff i had heard of his new japan stuff I watched a little bit of his NXT stuff, and it was okay. Mm-hmm. But he was, he was like third. He was like the third, maybe fourth guy in that, in that stable. But mm-hmm. holy shit! In AEW, he's been a breath of fresh air for me.
2: Yeah. I
0: I love it. He, I say this every week. He brings legitimacy to the fights. Mm-hmm. Like I believe it. Like he does not. He's got like two or three wrestling moves that he does in the matches, and the rest of the time he's just kicking the shit out of people. Yeah, he's gonna
1: <laughs> he's gonna kick your leg out from under you. I like it. Yeah, it's I'm the same way with Bobby Fish because he's always just kind of been the tag team partner to Kyle O'Reilly, and Kyle O'Reilly yeah. was kind of the one that shined when they were a tag team. But he's mm-hmm. been putting it on lately. I think he just said, "Fuck you to everyone. I'm gonna show you what I can do." And yeah, he's like 40s fan team, out of me. Nuts.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: He has made a fan out. You say he's five two? He's forty five. Oh, he's forty five. Mm-hmm. That's still crazy. Yeah. Um. I think yesterday yeah, was he his looks, birthday
1: too. So yeah, he's forty five now.
0: He looks he he looks like
1: one of those old men you don't want to fuck with. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. yeah I said on Facebook that he looks like he'll shoot you with a flintlock pistol, like a pirate pistol. Yes. or something.
0: <laughs> Um. Holy shit! Punk sold for his strikes so well. In that match, like the uh-huh. way that he would swing his leg out when he got kicked, and how he would buckle it, and every it was beautiful. And Punk has been letting everybody work over his leg in every uh-huh. single match. Yeah. Um, it, I think it's a, it's like an overarching story that he's saying or that he's telling that he's. He's kind of gimpy. He doesn't really have it. Mm -hmm. All people have to do is work his leg and then maybe he can't do his GTS. Mm Because every single match, he's clearly agenting this. He's clearly writing this story into it. That eventually he's going to face somebody that's just, I don't know who it is. Somebody who can finish somebody off with a a leg hold is going to, at Mm -hmm. some point, is going to submit him that he's not going to be able to do it. It was, this was so cool. Um. Fish once again did one of my favorite moves that he's been doing. That is just kicking the legs out from underneath Mm -hmm. people when they're going for their moves. And a lot of the time it's when he's on the floor and the other person's on the apron and he just kicks out their legs. It's it's so simple, Mm -hmm. but it's, I really like it. No one else is doing that shit. Um, Yeah the fans They're, were really willing the fading veteran in this like yeah. in the twilight of his career like punk looked done in this yeah. one. at one point he just like passed out on the ropes mm-hmm. <laughs> like uh, he's up on the the turnbuckle he, he just passed out
1: yeah. And, <laughs> um yeah he's been doing such an excellent job of just selling his this whole AEW run it's like pretty incredible like how good he is at selling cuz like You get people talking online like, I don't think he has it anymore, but it's him selling it like it's it's perfect.
0: (laughs) Like, yeah, he he looks old, but Mm -hmm. he's playing that. Yeah. Like he's he's working us like it's awesome. He's not the old CM Punk and he's not trying to be that. He's trying to be the new old CM Punk who Mm -hmm. has not really outworked anybody. Yeah. He's like just squeaked through squeaked past like by the skin of his teeth like he's beaten he's getting beaten every single match but he just manages to like outthink them at the at the very end Mm -hmm. his one-legged elbow drop was amazing yeah i loved that yeah because he couldn't push off the leg when he Mm -hmm. went for the elbow drop it was amazing fucking dragon screw counter of the gts by bobby fish i jumped off my couch I was like, "Holy yeah. shit, that is so cool!" Yeah, it's I, funny. I got a
1: huge reaction from the crowd too, which I loved.
0: Yes, I'm glad that they appreciate. It was a good crowd. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, Boston they,
1: was was there for it, and I guess they had been there in a while. That's what people kept saying. They were excited because no one had been back to Boston in a while, so they were ready for it. Yeah, they were one of the first places they went, like uh, mm-hmm. the
0: second or third cities that they went with a with dynamite. Um, yeah, very actually reminiscent of someone else who came later in the show, Serena Deeb. That's a Serena Deeb ass move,
2: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> the, uh, countering the uh, the finisher with a dragon screw. And I yeah. think Serena Deeb may have even done that later on in the night. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Punk just just barely won the match. Um,
1: yeah, I like that he too because he, he hit the GTS and then he had to take a second because his leg was hurt, and then so Fish kicked out like. At three point one, fish kicked out, which was cool.
0: Yeah, I thought he wasn't going to be able to get the pin, mm-hmm. but he did. He got the pin, and yet, yeah, but yeah, and he made sure that fish looked strong by having mm-hmm. him kick out at the end. It was so good. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like really, really cool stuff. And yeah, again, the, he looks so tired and so beat up and so gassed. Mm-hmm. And it's great. Yeah. Um. So another cool. I this next segment, I do. I genuinely really like what they're doing with Cody and Malachi Black. Still, I think it's
1: cool. After the promos last night, they they've turned around on me. I'm I'm all for it. (laughs) I did.
0: I didn't hate last week's match. I was fine with it, and because I knew I know they're telling a story, Mm -hmm. and even as convoluted as it was last week with all the different people in it, it was really fresh and exciting and they brought that back out again tonight they revisited all those people again and i really liked Mm -hmm. that um yeah in malachi's promo they used his his instagram post as pretty much just his instagram post (laughs) but yeah he uh he said that it was never about the one two three it was never about the wins and losses um he said that he brought cody to the dark places like force him to go somewhere dark to get his wins. He made the nightmare factory doubt him. He got he had the got the fans to turn on him. Um, he got him to doubt himself. He got him to contemplate retirement. He says, "the the house always wins," and I love this. This is so fucking cool. Yes, Malachi Black doesn't care about wins and losses. That makes sense. That's sort of that's what worked about the fiend early on saying mm-hmm. the fiend doesn't care about wins and losses he's just there to fuck with you yeah yeah it's and really cool. i love that and i think that i still do think the story that they're telling will still result in cody turning heel
1: oh yeah i still it, i still think the, that's where they're going when we get to the promo later he cody pretty much just said Uh, I'm going to turn heel (laughs) without saying it
0: (laughs) by by saying the opposite. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I saw someone say, um, I am never turning heel is, is the same as bullet clubs. Okay.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I was talking to someone about work. They're like, do you want Cody to turn heel? And I said, yeah, he's an amazing heel. In Japan, when he joined bullet club, he changed their logo. (laughs) Which is like the biggest deal thing you could ever do at that time. It was hilarious.
0: <laughs> if you guys hear anything, that is my dog grumbling he <laughs> has uh that's what he does now. He goes like,
2: mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. he just grumbles around like a little old man, yeah, my dog does that too. He'll
1: bark at cats on the t v too It's funny, <laughs>
0: <laughs> and
1: he laughs too. He goes, oh,
0: oh, oh. Like he's <laughs> Tim the Toolman Taylor. It's really funny. <laughs> like, I'll walk. I won't see him. I'll walk past, and I'll just hear. Whoo, whoo, whoo. Like where? <laughs> where are you? <laughs> okay. So next we had MJF versus, versus poor Bryce Donovan. This didn't last very long. Yeah. MJF just he hit him with like a with that cool like judo throw into the corner, mm-hmm. and then hit him with the heat seeker, and then pinned him with one finger which yeah. was amazing. I think I um, almost missed
1: this match cuz I got got up to get like a drink of water or something. Oh yeah, like,
0: like he it, this was a vehicle to get into a promo, which I really <laughs> do like when he does that. Yeah. He's done that quite a few times and I like that. Mm-hmm. Um he starts uh talking about how Boston is so disgusting. Um he does that. He makes fun of their accents by via making fun of their women. Mm-hmm. Which was uh something that only MJF can get away with. Mm-hmm. Um speaking of disgusting, he talks about where the hell's Darby? He gets beat up once and he never shows up again. It's like what what's going on here? He says but he says, What with Darby out of the way, there's nobody in my way right now. I'm just gonna go face the winner of the uh AEW championship after after full gear. Thank you very much. And see this diamond, see this diamond ring. I, uh, I want it by beating hangman. So like, think on that a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then Sting's music hits. Sting doesn't come out. MJF's laughing. Ha ha ha. I got you. I got you. Lights go out. And then we get a video of a JPEG mafia concert where Darby goes out there and puts some MJF lookalike through a table, which is cute, but okay, whatever.
2: Yeah. Um, then with Stay the singer
1: of the JPEG Mafia guy they both like double choke slammed the MJF guy which is funny to me. But
0: <laughs> it, it was I didn't know uh, JPEG Mafia got involved in it too. That's cool. Yeah. Um, or somebody with a big this, back
1: tattoo so I just figured that's who it was.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Probably. Um yeah, he's been on um he's been in MJF or in Darby's videos before.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um this but the the lights go off again. Sting actually is there. He comes out with the bat. He lays out Wardlow. He lays out Spears. MJF runs away. He runs out by the guardrail, and then they show Darby. This it was a really nice shot of Darby appearing behind him. It looked really cool. That he's disguised as Mister Gadget, yeah. um in that coat. It looked like a. Three kids stacked on top of each other. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think he's supposed to be the Invisible Man because I think he had bandages on his head at first. Oh, like, did he? Like the old school? Yeah, because he ripped it off, and that's how he knew it was dark. Oh,
0: okay. I didn't see that. Okay, because well, it's I saw, Halloween.
1: I saw, yeah, I saw people say Inspector Gadget, the Invisible Man, and Rorschach from. Um, okay, Watchmen. okay. So somebody with a trench coat—it's <laughs> who he was. Okay. So MJF runs away.
0: Um, Darby gets the uh, get takes out the skateboard with the tax in it. He lays out uh, spears and then he hits Wardlow in the back with the tacks. This is cool. And then MJF picks, or not MJF, Darby picks up the the mic and just says, "Full gear." Mm-hmm. Okay, we knew that. Yeah. A little, um, a little bit of a lackluster build to this feud. I think it's been a lot of MJF on his own. Yeah, just, I, I
1: liked the whole segment last night, though. It was it was a lot of fun. So yes,
0: was- last night, last night's was good. This was mm-hmm. a very good episode overall. Um yes, I've yeah, been kind good. of out of the loop on AEW because of my busy week last week. Mm-hmm. Um, the the two nights of AEW, I basically watched with my eyes closed. I yeah. was so, so tired. Um, but yeah, yeah but this, did you see cool.
2: uh,
1: Wardlow's pictures he posted on Instagram of his No, was his back all fucked up? Yeah, he posted a picture of him wearing his dress shirt still and is all covered in blood, and then he took it off. and it, You ever seen somebody get those allergy tests where they poke you a whole bunch with needles to see what you're allergic to? And then yeah. your back all swells up. That's what his back looked like because of all the little thumbtack holes. That's funny.
0: It was weird to see someone get hit with thumbtacks with his shirt on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with a dress shirt, of all mm-hmm. things. Um, yeah, so I wasn't sure how hurt he would be, but I guess he was. It's a thin dress shirt, okay. I'm guessing. Okay, so next we got a, a quick little Britt Baker announcement. And that w- it was, I think it was Tony Schiavone. It mm-hmm. usually is. Yeah. He's talking to Britt Baker and he says that on the Jericho Cruise, you were supposed to have a match with Abaddon. You ran away. So Tony Khan has booked that match for this Friday, which I believe is, is ha- no, it's not Halloween. I think it's the day before
1: Halloween. Halloween but, Sunday? Um, it's, a, it's just... The, okay, next, it's on Sunday. It's the, yeah, it's the closest show to Halloween.
0: Is it? Is it Friday or Saturday? Yeah, it's going to be Friday.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay,
0: this this match. So, it's happening on Friday, and it's against Abaddon, and it's a trick-or-treat match. And what this is, is it's a no-disqualification match. So, Britt's not too worried about that, because she said, I've got two tricks over here, <laughs> which is kind <laughs> of funny. Mm-hmm. Um And... I think it was Riva. kind of made a face. She's like, wait, did you just call me a trick? (laughs) (laughs) Um, And uh, then the. And if Abaddon wins, she gets a a title shot, which she's not going to. But you never know, maybe. But I doubt it.
1: I think. Uh, Not with. uh, Because Full Gear's in like two or three weeks, so I doubt they'd do a title shot so close to that.
0: That's true. (laughs) That's true. Okay, so next we have. Sammy Guevara versus Ethan Page. This match was good. Yes this, yeah, this match was, another, was
1: very good. Another really good match. Um, yeah, AEW last night was just like stacked full of like just really good matches.
0: Absolutely, Sammy is amazing. He does this a lot. He starts matches where they just brawl on the outside for a long mm-hmm. time before they can ring the bell. He's yeah. done that a ton. It's yeah. his staple. And it's really good.
1: <laughs> yeah, this um, one last night was really good too, because they got involved in like the timekeeper table and stuff. I just feel bad for the um the lady that sits over there at the timekeeper table
2: <laughs> She's obviously she was
1: getting pinned up against yeah, the barricade. I was Like she is not a wrestler and <laughs> these large dudes no. are just over there flying around by her. <laughs> um the the stipulation for this match
0: was so stupid. Um mm-hmm. so obviously if Sammy loses, Ethan Page gets the title the really dumb part was if sammy loses he's no longer in the inner circle how are they going to enforce that yeah yeah
1: yeah like you well, can't be any friends time... with
0: these guys anymore uh, yeah, yes i any can anytime that
1: stipulation's added to a match you know the the person that is the other person's gonna win then like it's not yeah,
0: so <laughs> stupid if i win you can't be friends with your friends anymore mm-hmm. uh no yeah <laughs> <laughs> but whatever um yeah. Huge knee out, uh, out of the out or off the outset of this match. I love Mm -hmm. it when Sammy does that. He starts the match with that ridiculous, ridiculous running knee that he had, he does. And sometimes it's a kick. When it's a kick, it's fucking stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I've seen some brutal kicks by him. Um, as I said, he's super underrated with these outside of the ring segments. Um, Tony Nice was taking in the match. So that's interesting. He's apparently signed.
1: I was going to say, is it um, official that he signed or is it just rumored that he signed at this point?
0: Somebody has, I think it was Fightful, said that Tony Nice has signed a contract. And it's obviously obvious that he has because he's been on two straight episodes of AWTV Mm -hmm. and he was, he had a little promo on Dark too. Where he just uh, like they're calling him a free agent, like they mm-hmm. haven't announced it because it's going to be a storyline
1: or something. But that's cool. yes, he, I mean he is not. That's he, cool. They're doing he's a good little something different. Yeah, he's good. He's very good. His uh, PWG matches were always really good. I'm I'm kind of excited just to watch him outside of
0: WWE because mm-hmm. when I first saw him in the Cruiserweight Classic originally, I was like, oh my god, this guy's amazing. Yeah. He's like a second puck. And then yeah. they never really used him.
1: Yeah. And he's it's got, strange. just like Pac, he's got abs for days too. So uh, another body guy.
0: Yeah. So there was, there are some crazy spots in this match. There was a backbreaker across the turnbuckle, which I always loved that move. Mm-hmm. Um, Paige did that to Sammy. There was a beautiful springboard cutter followed by a Spanish fly by Sammy. That's one of his uh, combinations that he does, which is
1: crazy. His Spanish um, fly is super crisp always too. Like yeah. He could do, do it with Miro, which is nuts too, because Miro's a very large
2: man. So
1: <laughs> Um Sammy went to the
0: top rope at one point and hit a stupid looking shooting star press onto the floor. That was, was nuts. Wild. Um <laughs> <laughs> at one point uh Paige just like backhand pimp slapped Sammy while he was on the top rope. Just <laughs> Just smacked him and then just judo throwed him to the ground, which was fucking brutal. Looking mm-hmm. off the top rope, it, it's like something you see in a comic. Mm-hmm. Um, Paige was going for an Avalanche Ego's Edge. He got hit with a Hurricane Rana, and Back then was, he got rolled up,
1: which was which the was cool. Ego's Edge into the Hurricane Rana was so close to just being brutal. <laughs> like, in yeah, the Sammy way. almost landed on his <laughs> fucking head. Yeah.
0: I remember that because my girlfriend doesn't normally watch wrestling, and she wasn't, mm-hmm. but she was uh she was on the couch, just I don't know trying to ignore the wrestling that was in mm-hmm. front of her, and uh I was like, Oh my God, you almost just watched someone die <laughs> <laughs> when that happened um mm-hmm. but yes, after the roll up, obviously they're not gonna settle this with a roll up, so they're brawling. The inner circle runs their music hits, of course, which is funny for for a save. And they still got um, Pyro too. i <laughs> the running. I imagine Jericho just goes running past like the the production
1: booth.
2: Hit my music. Hit my Pyro. Yeah. Hit <laughs> my Pyro. As he
1: wheezes, as he wheezes <laughs> his way down to the ring. Yeah, he was super out of breath during after this running.
0: He's <laughs> like me during this fucking podcast, man. <laughs> um. Yeah, so they they chase and then they get uh. No, the uh, American top team wasn't there, but anyways, no, they it's... chase off uh, Scorpio Sky and and Ethan Page, and they they get to announce that yes, we will be doing that five on five match. We've earned that right. It's going to be a did they say a Minneapolis street fight? I think they did. Yeah, mm-hmm. a Minneapolis street fight and. The participants will be announced next week. So I'm saying Adam Lambert is going
1: to be in this match. Not Adam yeah, Lambert. Is that his Dan name? Lambert. Dan, Dan Lambert. Adam, Adam Lambert Lambert's the singer <laughs> of Maroon 5. <laughs> Dan Lambert. Yeah, he. Yeah, I, I, he's definitely going to be in that match. And he's going to eat a Judas Effect and take the pin. For sure. That's yes, 100% what's happening. <laughs>
0: and that'll be good. I will yeah. enjoy that. It'll be, be fun. It'll be a payoff to
1: a storyline they set up, which everyone wants to see dan lambert get his head knocked in so it's it'll be great
0: i mean it was and he'll take a bump do you remember mm-hmm. his first appearance in aw yeah when he took the fucking archers blackout. whatever the, yeah archers version of the ego search yeah <laughs> yeah like really good stuff um i'm excited to see this move on um but yeah i inner circle is the type of Team, I would like to see Shane Taylor Enterprises face. Mm-hmm. Ideally, I I wouldn't want Shane Taylor's group to be the heels in that. So yada yada yada. But like, that's mm-hmm. the type of thing that would be cool. They could come yeah. in and be like, "You've got these just these gangs." Like, mm-hmm. okay, like, great, <laughs> go yeah. at it.
2: Yeah, that would right. be so, a lot of fun.
0: Th- then we have Eddie Kingston versus Brian Danielson in a war of words. I don't know if you saw their previous segment. I think it was on roads to the top. Yeah. Where, uh,
1: I did see it when it aired live, but I saw it on Twitter later. Yeah. It was yeah really so good. that was
0: Danielson. Uh, he said that Eddie Kingston would have been, he said Eddie Kingston could be the greatest pro wrestler. If he just put any amount of work um, outside of the ring, he said, when you get it in the ring, you're awesome but you're out of shape. You don't try, you don't put any work in outside the ring and you get the results that you earn. Mm-hmm. And this time, uh, Eddie took exception to those words. And, uh, he so said that he knows hard work. He wakes up every day and takes his soul off just so that he can get out of bed so that he can not kill people throughout mm-hmm. his day. Cause he just wants to rip everybody's friggin' head off. Um, And he's like, I'm this close to ripping your sanctimonious little head off. And I cannot wait until next week. He says, talk to my back. He walks away. Mm -hmm. Um, he knows. But before he leaves, he "He knows exactly what it's like to live a hard life. So Mm -hmm. don't tell him that he's a lazy man. Yeah. And then Danielson says that that is the Eddie that I want to face. That's Mm -hmm. the man. And obviously he's happy he's like all right i brought the fight out of him let's go this is the this is the guy i wanted um he says the two toughest guys in this company are eddie kingston and john moxley and this is a not so subtle hint as to who uh danielson's going to be facing in the finals it's going to be john moxley um it's going to be amazing i think it's going to be daniels versus Heel turn, John Moxley.
1: Oh, for sure. the The way when we get to his match later, he's definitely turning
0: heel. <laughs> John Moxley's John Moxley's turning heel. Not this is very, very similar to Kenny's turn.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You remember when Kenny went through the tournament and it was just like five seconding people? Yeah. While being enough? a face, like John Moxley has been an absolute prick for like two and a half months.
1: <laughs> and he's uh, a <laughs> promo last week uh, i can't remember if it was on dynamite or rampage last week where he talked about how he doesn't give a shit about his turn he just cares about his family that's such yeah. an amazing promo
0: so good was that about his finger he's like he's like yeah. my little baby she grabs my broken ass finger and i realize this is the only thing i care about i don't care about mm-hmm. these people i'm gonna beat your ass come home and and yeah. be with my family yeah R- really good stuff um Yeah, I think uh I think John Moxley is going to beat the shit out of Brian Danielson, do some horrible, horrible shit to him, and people are gonna be so upset and it's gonna be perfect. It's Mm -hmm. the only way that he can turn heel.
1: I well, he faces Orange Cassidy next. I can see him doing that to Orange Cassidy too. Yeah. No, for sure. (laughs) I
0: think he's gonna do it to Orange Cassidy and then he's gonna do it to Brian Danielson and Mm -hmm. people are gonna turn on him. It's gonna be fantastic. It's Mm -hmm. really well done because I don't think that many people see it coming. Yeah. It's because no one's talking about it yet, but I, I see it. He's been fucking so brutal and ruthless to everybody for, for months now.
1: And all his matches have been super short and violent,
0: very short, very violent. Mm -hmm. Okay. So next we have the Lucha Bros challenging FTR to face like they're challenging FDR to face them for their titles, mm-hmm. which is cool. Um, they don't take the uh triple A titles being stolen from them lightly. Um FDR accepts the challenge, obviously. They're like, Yeah, that we've been looking to get those titles back ever since we lost them. Those are our missing children. We will take those back. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And they they say that they're going to bring these flippy guys into the fight, and it's going to be good. And I agree, it it is yeah. going to be good.
1: It's going to be very like, good. I can't
0: wait. Very short and to the point, and I like it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Top guys out.
1: I love that catchphrase.
0: It's really good. It's <laughs> really fucking Dax is a very very underrated promo.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, he's, he's really incredible. Good. Mm-hmm. He's John Moxley level of good. Mm -hmm. but uh hasn't quite caught on yet yeah in reputation at least and on to the match of the night oh my god this match was Sheeta versus serena d the rematch and the uh round one match in the tbs tournament i can't believe that we got this match as a round one match this is so Mm -hmm. cool you you would think that they would tease it later on and have people anticipating it, but no, nope. yeah. this is the rematch from the uh, from the fiftieth win match with mm-hmm. with the trophy that Deeb cracked over Shida's head, and it was just blood feud right away, mm-hmm. vicious immediately. Shida went right after Deeb. The fans are into it this time, which was so nice because they were dead silent. For yeah, the first I, match. and I
1: like that some fans had a giant "Holy Sheeta sign, which was awesome. <laughs> Sheeta just straight up knocked Deeb out on the post. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> like, Deeb yeah. was just, like, out, couldn't get up. She mm-hmm. was going to get the the 10 count on the outside, but Sheeta's like, fuck this, no. Mm-hmm. She goes outside the ring, picks her up, brings her onto the apron, and then suplexes her into the ring. I was like, yes, Sheeta, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, Deeb, as she's wont to do, works the knee. She always works the knee. Mm-hmm. Um, she works it over for the whole commercial break, and then when we get back to back to the telecast, Sheeta just obliterates Deeb with elbows. And that's mm-hmm. how their matches go. And yeah. it's amazing. Um, there was a figure four around the post by Deeb, which was amazing. Um, yeah,
1: and she's wearing purple and black too. So like a big old tribute to Bret Hart. I even think he oh, got Bret Hart trending on Twitter last night, this match. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes.
0: Not not subtle. It's mm-hmm. very good. It's very exciting. I very much like it. She is mm-hmm. the the legacy of them right now. Mm-hmm. Um the transitions and the drama with Deeb's double leg um and the I think she what was it what I think a uh, Sheeta went for the for the running knee and Deeb countered it into the into the single leg and then yeah. and then transitioned into that crazy modified figure four. yeah i was like what the fuck is that yeah the crowd
1: (laughs) was eating this part up too they're going nuts like telling Sheeta not to tap and stuff is awesome
0: and they were they were also there were lots of people that were cheering for for deep like they were like really cheering as well like Mm it was it was cool like it was getting loud and i loved that (laughs) she hit that crazy pendulum style driver i don't know what that move is but it was cool Mm -hmm. as hell it kind of looks like a like a gonzo bomb, which is terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> that that's the most terrifying move I've ever seen. It just <laughs> looks like somebody's looney tuning someone's into the ground. Yeah. Um she hits the running knee to the back of the head. She goes to do the katana and deeb rolls it into the single leg. Maybe this was the single leg thing. Maybe. I don't know. Anyways. Um uh deeb goes to grab the fiftieth win trophy. Um, Sheeta counters it. Sheeta's gonna hit her with the with the trophy. She doesn't. She tosses it out of the ring. Then she gets poked in the eyes. Um Deeb goes to roll her up off the poke. Uh Sheeta counters with a victory roll of her own for the win. She gets the 50th win. She's so happy. She's got her trophy, but Deeb snaps. She chop blocks her. She gets a chair. She's just fucking working her over with that chair on the knee. Like, like, oh, this is some 90s ass chair shots. Mm -hmm. Like some people don't know how to do chair shots because they don't really do them. Deep knows how to do these chair shots. She was brought Mm -hmm. up in that, in that generation. And then she, she does the smashes the knee on the ground, puts her in the serenity lock and holds it in for a long ass time. Yeah, and, and the, then all the refs come out. The refs come out. Jerry Lynn's out there. This is good. I think that uh, I think that Deeb is going might advance because Sheeta can't go, or Sheeta's going to show up next. I don't know when it is, but she's going to show up to face uh,
1: Nyla Rose, and it's just going to get worked over. Oh yeah, for sure. She yeah, Nyla Rose is going to destroyer it sucks but that's what it's going to happen and it's all because of Deeb so continue the sheeta Deep feud please because both, I've loved both their matches and they get better and better every time this one was phenomenal
0: it I mean not really but it makes some sense why they again not really but it makes sense why they held Sheeta off because it was clear that they wanted her next feud to be against Deeb and that was mm-hmm. while Deeb was hurt as soon as Deeb came back, two straight matches. Yeah. So
1: Yeah. And, and they I didn't also have think Deeb it was... work with the Joshis more because uh was it Riho she fought in that preach show that one time? Yeah, that match was incredible. They just didn't have Deep wrestle all the Joshis because she works really well with them. Yes, she does. Mm-hmm. She's good with people who are flexible, man. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
1: Really, really
0: good. Okay, so next this was that match we were talking about earlier. This was Mox versus Ten. If people don't remember, Ten is the guy that Moxley injured when Brody took Moxley's title, when he stole it from him. Mm -hmm. He sent Ten out for a match. Moxley destroyed Ten, uh, put the chair on his arm, and said, I'm going to pilmanize this guy's arm if you don't give me my title back. And Brody said, hey, you know what? Everyone has to make sacrifices sometimes. Let's go, boys. Mm -hmm. And Moxley... Uh, broke his arm in kayfabe, but really Ten was getting arm surgery. Um, yeah, so this is cool. So Ten comes out to get his revenge. He's he's a big boy. Moxley starts off by ripping
1: the mask off, mm-hmm. like just Once grabbing I saw the... Once Ten come out in his old mask, I was like, oh, that, that mask is coming off.
0: <laughs> oh, I didn't even notice. Yeah, yeah, he, he has got the like Joker-looking mask on. Okay, yeah, so he gets it ripped open, which is cool. Then Moxley starts biting his face. He smacks his head off a pole, um, and then Ten is just bleeding a gusher out of the mask, like dripping. And then Moxley hits him with a vicious paradigm. He just paradigms a a bloody pulp, essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Brutal, like fucking one minute match. Um, and then Moxley's just like, "I'm going
1: to my kid. Bye." Yeah, he just leaves covered in Ten's blood. He just walks through the crowd, and then they cut back to the the uh, tin in the ring, and they. I like that they brought the doctors out and stuff too, to look him over. Yeah, immediately. Really so immediately, it's
0: mm-hmm. it good. Um, one thing that I like was Moxley when he was walking out there. A fan got in his way. He just shoved him into the barricade. Yeah,
1: and then he um, when he left, he kicked open the barricade and hit a fan with the barricade on accident. <laughs> it's funny, would <laughs> Mox. He's getting it like. Uh, if you ever watch old clips of Stan Henson or Bruiser Brody in Japan, they've just come out swinging. shit They didn't care if fans are in the way or not. That's how Moxley starting to get.
0: Oh man, fuck <laughs> Moxley in GCW. Um, yeah. laid someone out
1: one day. It he was actually one uh, fan out. To, try to grab him or something. Jody, right? yeah, <laughs> he's a wrestler. <laughs> yeah. but I don't know if Moxley knew that. Yeah, um, I don't think so. I think he thought he was a fan or something trying to grab him. So he just
0: took. Yeah, it <laughs> Jody when he walked up to him, like uh, patted him on the shoulder, and Moxley just like pie faced him to the ground mm-hmm. and then Effie runs up he's like oh my god Jody are you all right mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> really good shit um yeah I I don't know if uh Jody was all right when that
1: happened yeah but yeah this, he's a funny he's a funny twitter follow so yeah he's good yeah but this match is it. what is sold me I was like oh they're definitely turning mox heel for to yeah. face Danielson in the finals at full gear which is going to be just sure. an awesome match it's
0: funny like uh we saw people
1: when the uh
0: tr- when the bracket was announced like like how is a uh, how is Danielson going to lose to Hangman Page? I was like, "Well, here's the thing. He's not going to face him." <laughs> yeah. I was like, "I That's don't good. know if you have been noticing, but Moxley's been turning heel for 2 months." Mm-hmm. Yeah. They've been doing a good job and you haven't really seen it, but it's been happening right before our eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I think it all started it.
1: with uh, him getting mad at Tanahashi when Tanahashi didn't show up. Yep. No, for sure. <laughs> for sure. And the um,
0: the stuff with Minoru Suzuki, he was mm-hmm. definitely the heel in that scenario. He yeah. was not
1: the face. Minoru was the face. Archer was the face. Yeah. And speaking um, of New Japan, we didn't talk about this in the news because we're talking about a um, ring of honor but okada is going to be in the states here pretty soon doing new japan usa shows so i hope yeah he's gonna he's gonna show up for <laughs> yeah, I sure i hope everything he shows up <laughs> well
0: here's the thing i have kenny lose and then i have him face okada yeah for sure. and i have okada go over and then kenny chases him across the world to japan mm-hmm. that's I what to, i do yeah yeah cuz people won't expect Kenny to lose that match it would be a mm-hmm. shocker if it happened and uh maybe then Kenny goes away for a bit or maybe he chases him across the world uh, i don't know that that's what yeah. i would do i don't know if it would actually happen um okay so next segment i did not know this was happening i loved it cody showed up yeah this was uh this was first year of aw cody I love first year of AW Cody. Um, he knows what he's doing. He's doing some good work. Even if it's confusing people and pissing people off. You could tell he's he knows some... what he's doing for just how long his intro took last night to come out. Totally. Um, Cody comes out. He's getting the booze or some booze, not all booze, but some booze. Um, he says that, uh, he says, he said, I hear you guys, I see you on Twitter, I read the things, I know what you guys think of me. But he said, uh what what you guys think of me is when I hooked when I hooked that guy, got the double underhooks, and I hit the Tiger Driver ninety eight, you guys thought I was gonna hit the pedigree. I could have hit the pedigree. I could have turned heel. I could have flexed my EVP muscle. I could have challenged for the title, but that would be too easy because I love the fans. I love the nightmare family. And Mm -hmm. the fans are booing him more and more. They're getting louder and louder as he's doing this.
1: Arn Anderson's looking more and more pissed off. And (laughs) (laughs) And it's, it's perfect. He knows exactly
0: what he's doing here. Mm Mm-hmm. He knows exactly what he's doing and it's awesome because there's reasonable doubt as to whether or not he does know what he's doing. Like he might legitimately feel this way and he probably does to an extent. Mm -hmm. Um, But there's no way he's been in the business too long. He knows that you turn heel when, when the crowd is against you, that's just what you do. You don't, hamper the company in that way so he's telling this story of a man who's unaware thinking that he's aware and it's it's really cool andrade's music hits he comes out um he uh he also gets booed like cody but he (laughs) he tells cody he's like ah, you see the difference between you and i is I don't care if I get booed. Yeah, <laughs> which is awesome. He comes out to the ring. He and Cody are about to face off. The lights go out. There's Andrade with a uh, with or sorry, there's Malachi Black with Andrade again.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Weird combination, but they attack Cody. They attack Arn. Andrade's assistant is there. He's
1: beating down Arn with brace. the neck brace. <laughs> Um, uh, one thing that Andrade said that I liked because he was getting booed, but then he made fun of Cody's neck tattoo, and everyone started cheering, oh, yeah. which was funny. <laughs> <That> was <her> <laughs> <cheering>. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but the I we didn't get to talk about it last week because that was our first pairing, but I really like the the pairing of Andrade and uh, Malachi Black just because of who uh, Malachi Black's married to, he used to manage Andrade, which is cool. And then, so like, oh, yeah, just, like, they friends. would be friends, they yeah. would be
0: friends. <laughs> so that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, Oh, yeah, and they faced each other in NXT. I forgot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which okay, was an yeah. awesome match. So <laughs> A Very, very good match. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the, and then Pac runs out. He fights them off, and Pac looks amazing mm-hmm. out there. He comes in and just pump kicks the fucking head off somebody. I don't know who it was. It was Andrade. It was, yeah, he kicked the shit out of Andrade. <laughs> and <he> beautiful.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Like just it was, it was like super frenetic mm-hmm. when he came out, and same with last week, when I was watching it, it was just like, these pairings don't make sense, but this is so fresh and exciting. And that's mm-hmm. how I felt with this. It was super fresh and super exciting. And then Pac sits, as they get pulled apart. Pac sits down in the middle of the ring, cross-legged, and flips the bird. Yeah, that and, was uh, amazing. I love that part. And black and Andrade, goes, yeah.
1: <laughs> it's like, oh my god! Mm-hmm. Like this is the best thing I've ever yeah, seen. Because Cody got hit with the black mist, right? That's what took him. Yeah, by. he got. What was it, Arn? I was think Cody they got, got hit with, hit with the mist, and and then Arn got beat down by everyone else while Cody was yes. down.
0: Really good shit. I loved it. Mm-hmm. This is awesome.
1: It's weird, but it's awesome. Yeah. Cody yeah, I like is that. going to turn heel. Yeah, I think he's going to turn on Pac for sure. I, you think at Full Gear it's going to be a tag match? With, I have no uh, idea. Because they announced that Cody and Andrade is next week. Yes. So I think it's going to be a tag match. and Which is kind of cool because now it looks like it's going to be Andrade uh, versus Cody and Malachi versus Pac. So they just like switched opponents, which is cool. <laughs> well, on that, uh, on that sheet that got photographed of Tony Khan, it oh, said, yeah, I never saw, said, I never
0: looked at the picture, but I saw that happen. It said Cody versus Andrade, uh, comma, Pac, comma, um black question mark. So it was okay. like, he didn't know who was going to be facing who or he's
1: teasing it.
0: Yeah. Or they could do a four way uh,
1: too, which would be awesome. If they just did a four way, all four of these guys can go. That'd be an amazing match too.
0: I'll be really interested to see how to see if all that stuff plays out the way it looked on paper cuz it kind of has. So yeah, wasn't far, it the
1: picture taken like he was just at like a random soccer game and like it happened? You said a you like said a Jacksonville game. Yeah. 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 One of the footballs I knew he was at, and then they just took a picture of it.
0: yeah, it's uh interesting so far, well, one of the matches did make any sense. I'm really interested to see if that happens um okay. really cool idea, but i won't I won't say what it is, but I'm fascinated to see if that happens mm-hmm. um okay, let's move on to the main event, and this was fucking funny and at first i i checked out on this because i was like okay this is this is a comedy match and then it got really fucking wild yeah <laughs> and it was really cool so this was their halloween match essentially they do this every year um dark the dark order comes out uh dressed for halloween uh stew grayson is kratos evil uno is a cowboy silver is bambi which apparently mm-hmm. he said he was going to do that. He said the so. week
1: before that he's going to be Bambi, which was
0: funny. That's awesome. Um, Colt is dressed as Brandon Cutler, which
1: is yeah. amazing. And his, and then they have, of the cold spray is Colt spray, which made me laugh. <laughs> I didn't see that. That's good. <laughs> and did you notice on Uno's mask, he had a, a fake mustache, like a chorley mustache on his mask. No, <laughs> that's really good. I, <laughs> I saw that it was his smile mustache,
0: his smile mm-hmm. mask, which I like. Um, then they had the other Dark Order members were there. They were all dressed as cowboys. And one of them was in a horse costume. Mm-hmm. Or I guess the front half of a horse costume, I yeah. guess. Yeah, but Anna they Jay, didn't stay. They didn't stay. It, they went back to yeah. the
1: back to the room. Anna Jay room. was like, uh, she put on Twitter, she said, what'd she say? I was a girl cow, not a cow girl. So she was like a cow. <laughs> it was weird. <laughs>
0: um yeah so then uh then the elite comes out and they come out with uh custom with custom ghostbusters music mm-hmm. which was crazy um they're all dressed as the ghostbusters nakazawa is in a sumo wrestler baby costume yeah. i don't know it didn't it like, didn't make sense up. to
1: me until if you saw his bib it said bay bay so he's oh, the okay. day day, <laughs> okay. And then
0: uh, Cutler is dressed in the Stay Puff Marshmallow, mm-hmm. uh, Big inflatable fucker,
1: and um, which I almost bought at Target, but my wife wouldn't let did me. Did you really? <laughs> that's bad bad awesome. At target. I was like, I want that so bad. <laughs> um,
0: the ma- as I said, the match was a comedy match, and that's fine. the The crowd loved it. Um, mm-hmm. Kenny wrestled his first segment with the Proton Pack on his back. Yeah. He used it to counter a splash from Uno, which is I funny. love that
1: part. That was so awesome.
0: It was really good. Um, uh, Grayson was a one man show at one point. He did he ran across the shoulders of the Bucks to Hurricane Ronnie Kenny, which mm-hmm. is so fucking cool to watch. Um, <laughs> the match got the match started to get serious though. Um, and then every at one point everybody in the ring got super kicked, n- including Rick Knox.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, he caught a super kick as well and then mac jackson took advantage of that by hitting a low blow i can't remember who it was on i think it might have been uh fake cutler yeah um then three dark order members appear behind him and then in a really nicely done it was really nice how they appeared behind him and then you could see uh three elite members slide in behind them and then nutshot shot those three guys as well mm-hmm. um uh Colt got hit with a four-way proton pack splash <laughs> <laughs> like instead of like the uh BTE trigger yeah. they all put on their proton packs It was packs like
1: the... Ninja Turtles 2 when they all smashed that <laughs> shogun guy. <laughs> oh yeah 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 it was it was exactly that. Yeah, but then with he got... proton
0: packs. And then they did the power bomb spot which I loved. Oh, they my did gosh. The, the four-way power bomb on the proton packs and yeah. they
1: exploded. I sent uh this match to my friend who's a huge Ghostbusters fan. And he loved it. He doesn't really watch wrestling, but he loved it. And then uh, he said that those proton packs, they powerbonded one. Like he's like one of those dudes that like makes his own proton packs and stuff. Yeah. Uh, he said those proton packs are from Spirit of Halloween. It, he's like, that had to have hurt because those are hard as hell were his exact words. <laughs> you can buy those from Spirit of Halloween?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Wow. I
0: fucking want one. I mean, yeah. here's the thing. I can't, I don't have anywhere to put that shit, so I can't get Yeah, no, I would <laughs> love to have
1: one too. Especially with the movie coming out in a few weeks, like.
0: Absolutely, That'd be awesome. absolutely. Um, then the Dark Order member dressed as a horse comes running down the running down the uh, the ramp, followed by the other Dark Order members. Um, he gets in the ring. Um, the elite see him. They uh, they kick the horse in the balls. Then they all super kick him in the face, and they rip off the the head to reveal that it's Brandon Cutler with his mouth duct taped, which mm-hmm. is funny because, you know, like, did he come out with them originally and then go back to the to the locker room with them? That's kind of funny. Yeah. Um, then the, uh, the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man appears behind Matt Jackson, and this is, again, really well shot. Mm-hmm. He appears behind Matt Jackson, then slowly rips off the mask like it's Scooby-Doo to reveal that it's, Hangman Adam Page, the crowd erupts. Hangman mm-hmm. runs wild. He lariat's Matt Jackson out of his shoes in the inflatable marshmallow man outfit, which yeah. is awesome. Yeah, <laughs> he hits a dead. I think on Nick Jackson, and then Silver comes in as the legal man. He gets the he gets the pin for the level of misfits. Yeah, the crowd goes home very very happy. Yeah. This was a at lot of fun. It was just ridiculous,
1: match. but it was so much fun.
0: At the beginning of the match, I was like, oh, fuck. I Whatever. Okay, mm-hmm. fine. And then by the end of it, I was like, that was fucking great. Mm-hmm. That was
1: great. Yeah. Yeah, and two, uh, what I liked, uh, I didn't notice this at first, but I saw it on Twitter. I guess there's some point where Kenny's in the match, and he goes to make a tag, and he's about to tag in Adam Cole, but then he doesn't. He tags in um Matt or Nick. So they're vaguely setting up the, the seeds of doubt there.
0: Oh, it's yeah. coming. Yeah, it's coming. They're going to they're going to kick Kenny out of the group. and It's going to be great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think they're going to kick Kenny out of the group. I think they will. I think there's going to be the super click. They've set that up for a reason.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, they they re- got the trademark for it and everything. And then. Um, OK. Oh, sorry. I really like the uh, crowd this whole night because it was their Halloween episode. So everyone in the crowd was dressed up too, which I thought was really cool. Yes. There was a kid dressed up as the fiend. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that. it's like fiends finally in the AEW it made me laugh. But yeah, I, I just like, I like that sort of thing. Like how AEW uses licensed music and the crowd sings and dances. It just like creates a whole big party atmosphere. It makes you want to be there, which I think is really cool.
0: Absolutely. Like even people who aren't big on AEW, when they go to an AEW show, they're like, that was awesome. Yeah, yeah. That was really good. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's look at next week. So we got we got Brian Danielson versus So, sorry, not next week, next episode, which is tomorrow's Rampage, we have Brian Danielson versus Eddie Kingston in the semifinal match of the World Eliminator tournament. Um this
1: is going to be so good. Yeah. Have they I've ever faced each waiting other? Waiting for this. I'm sure they have like some small company back in the day, but not that I've ever seen or anything, so this is going to be awesome.
0: It's going to be incredible.
1: Yeah, I I've been waiting for this match all week. Like, I've been avoiding spoilers, because I think they filmed this match after. They did. Uh, Dynamite went off the air, so I've been sometimes so watch out for spoilers.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes, but,
0: I'm, I'm lucky I didn't get spoiled, because I was I, looking for the match card.
1: Yeah, but uh, everyone's been pretty good after that. Uh, the Grand Slam show, whenever I got pissed off at everyone for posting spoilers. Mm-hmm. It seems like oh, everyone's so. kind of calmed down.
0: Yeah, I was mad because it was all, it was all the people that people follow. It was the journalists yeah, was like, that were going. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was,
1: yeah. That's what made me mad. I was like, oh come it was on, like
0: <laughs> fightful and body slam, and mm-hmm. I was like, no,
1: come on now.
2: Yeah, which I know they
1: were just probably just excited too, but still at the same time, I was like not everyone can see this. <laughs> but yeah, this match is. I can't wait for this match. I hope they open the show with it, so I don't have to wait even longer to get it. They will for sure.
0: Mm-hmm. Well. Maybe not because the next match is definitely a show opener type match, And that's For Matt sure. Seidel versus Dante Martin. This was in, going to be a tag yeah. team match. They had a they had a short little promo on the mm-hmm. show where um Dante Mar- or Leo Rush revealed that uh Mike Seidel has gotten hurt so he couldn't take part in the match. I don't know if that actually is the case or if this is kayfabe story building because yeah. Leo Rush said um. Um he said uh, Dante Martin is going to win this match because I I teach uh Dante Martin how to win instead of Matt Seidel, who taught uh Dante Martin how to lose in match mm-hmm. anyways I screwed that up but you get what I'm saying you yeah. <laughs> get what I'm trying to say um yeah it'll be good that will- it's actually the third match in a trilogy between the two of them yeah and their matches prior have been awesome so That'll be very good. Then we have the Britt Baker match versus Abaddon. That's a, a no disqualification match. So that's going to be really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never seen Abaddon in a match like that. That'll be fun. There's going to be all kinds of shenanigans. It's going to be three on one, essentially.
1: Yeah. And I'm sure it's because Abaddon, her type of character, no selling. And, and they call it a trick or treat match. So I'm sure there's going to be candy and pumpkins everywhere and all sorts of yeah. crazy stuff. <laughs> good shit.
2: Mm hmm
0: her entrance i'm sure will be phenomenal. Yeah. Um for a Halloween for Halloween episode. So that'll be cool. Then next week we have Cody Rhodes versus Andrade El Idolo.
1: I'm I'm excited for this. This is cool. Yeah, this this could be so good. And uh this graphic you put in here, Andrade is super jacked in his promo picture. <laughs> oh my God. He is super
0: jacked <laughs> now. He's a, he's a heavy, heavy, heavyweight now. He's a mm-hmm. body guy now. Yeah. He didn't used to be. Especially if you look back at his old uh, NXT photos, you're like, oh yeah. yeah, he looked different then.
1: Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he's okay.
0: Super shredded now. It's kind of nuts. Speaking of jacked, Jamie Hayter versus Zena J in round one. Um hmm Jamie Hader is going to roll right through Anna Jay and I cannot wait. Yeah. I'm really excited for that. I want Jamie Hader to go deep in this tournament.
1: I think she will. Who does this winter face? Do they face, um, Thunder Rosa? Fucking, I don't know. <laughs> it's hard to tell. Cause they have the, you know, the four buys from the, the rate, which is cool. Mm-hmm. I like that. They do that. They put the ranked. If you're ranked, you get a buy in the tournament, which is really cool. They should have done that with the men's eliminator tournament too, but
0: yeah, they absolutely should have. Um, Because I believe a lot of the people in the men's eliminator tournament were in the previous men's eliminator Mm -hmm. tournament. Yeah. For one of them, like Archer's always in there. Ten's always in there. Uh Dustin's always in there. And they're always in there to get the loss. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: (laughs) So I kind of like, uh, maybe maybe put some different people in there sometimes just to change it up a little bit. But you you get why they're in there. The problem mm-hmm. is that you see you see why they're in there coming yeah, a the way. Yeah, it makes
1: it pretty predictable whenever you do it.
0: Mm-hmm. It's tough not because to, I was talking to people about this last week. You know, after if they completely stacked the tournament, you can g- guarantee yourself that after every match, there be people crying online that the person who lost got buried. That yeah. this and that, the, oh, oh, that's this exactly why they're gonna leave the company. And they're it's ruining... always they're gonna leave the company whenever they lose. <laughs> yeah, it's like, like, oh, but why did this person come
1: here from wherever company they were at before just to lose? Mm-hmm. I saw people saying that about Adam Cole too, because he was dressed like a Ghostbuster. It's so, like, yeah, I'm sure he really hates the fact that he's probably making the same amount of money, if not more, and he gets to play Ghostbusters with his friends on TV. I'm sure he hates that. <laughs> Have you ever
0: seen Adam Cole outside of his character? He's a giant
1: nerd. Yeah, he's a huge <laughs> dork. Yeah, yeah. He's Kenny Omega.
2: hmm
1: Yeah. He's Kenny Omega yeah, I'm sure, 2.0. I'm sure he regrets his decision to hang out with his friends all the time and stuff. Yeah, I'm sure he really hates it. Absolutely. But yeah, yeah. Uh, back to the tournament uh, with all the people. I would. I. I understand that why they didn't put everyone in there. But man, I would love for like a year or two for AW to just say fuck it and then just put on this massive tournament with all their top guys in it and just book the hell out of it, I I would love that. It would be, I would really like it if they,
0: you know how they have like they're gonna have these specials. If they mm-hmm. somehow work those specials into being able to do a bigger tournament, because mm-hmm. one of the problems with the bigger tournaments is that and with more people is how the hell do you get through that through the yeah. tournament into it's like three months of <laughs> matches or like yeah. companies have I would, run in, into issues with that in the past i know mm-hmm. impact did at one point i think ring of honor has as well where mm-hmm. these tournaments drag on a really long time if they're too big
1: yeah i would love if AEW could it'd be way hard but if they could do a g1 style round robin tournament because that would be amazing that's
0: the only way you can do it because mm-hmm. cause that's how you can have your top guys get the odd loss against somebody yeah and mm-hmm. that way you can stack the whole tournament and everyone's getting their wins everyone's getting their losses mm-hmm. um so like in new japan sometimes oftentimes the person who wins goes on like a three match losing streak to start yeah
1: abushi was in the finals and he lost his first three or four matches Oh, fuck. He broke his arm in the finals, didn't he? Yeah, just like broke his shoulder. He looked gnarly. That's even worse. Yeah, it looked gnarly. He had like two different shoulders, it looked like. It was gross. Oh, God. (laughs) He takes the craziest bumps. That was Mm -hmm. bound to happen at some point. Yeah. Yeah. And he's not getting, he's not a young chickadee. He's got to start kind of slowing down. (laughs) But maybe not as crazy. No, he's (laughs) a lot older than he looks. Mm -hmm. He's like 37, 38.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's insane. He looks like he's. In his twenties.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, he's got the fountain of youth for sure. But back to the world eliminary tournament between Orange Cassidy and John Moxley. The I love <laughs> you Orange Cassidy. But, yeah. I love you, Orange Cassidy, but you're gonna get destroyed. This it's gonna be great. Good. I want him yeah. to
0: bloody him up. I want him to do oh, what he will. did to ten. I don't want him to beat him so quickly.
1: I don't think he'll beat him quickly, but I think I think they might how I would book it. Uh, fantasy book time is i would start out you know box kind of likes orange cassidy so he's not going to come in there and just destroy him so they start doing normal stuff and then orange cassidy tries to do the comedy stuff and then yeah. that just makes mox snap and he just annihilates him
0: yeah just fucking like breaks his arm yeah do like really <laughs> bad like do yeah. something bad yeah and then just... have have the fans mad at him then have mm-hmm. him go face danielson and just like fucking make it so that it looks like he concussed brian danielson yeah and, like make, and danielson like can, have him just like give him like four paradigm shifts
1: on his head yeah, and danielson can sell the hell out of stuff like that and make himself look very like he's dead so it'll be good. that suzuki elbow man yeah 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 for sure
0: but he knows what he's doing that snapdragon from kenny on the ramp mm-hmm. where he slid yeah. Like he, yeah. no, he's done the concussion spot three times.
1: Yeah, his um, <laughs> uh, when he wrestled Brock Lesnar WWE, like the first ten minutes of that match, it's hard to watch because Brock Lesnar is killing him, and you're like, uh, I don't know if this is like planned anymore. But Danielson, and then Danielson makes the comeback, and you're like, oh shit, Danielson's the best wrestler ever. Like I don't, <laughs> he is, he is, yeah. <laughs> <sighs> oh man,
0: if but if. Man. AEW would somehow get Gresham.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) Oh my God. But yeah, I here the thing is, I don't know that AEW fans would appreciate Jonathan Gresham. That's why I want him to go to Japan. Mm -hmm. And I know his, his, uh, super junior run, the, it wasn't great. So I want him to go back. He's better now. So I want him to Mm -hmm. go back a better wrestler than he was before and just take a, and new Japan needs him. New Japan needs some good foreigners and good foreigners that aren't just going to go into bullet club. Yeah. They need some, Yeah, like you can't just keep putting them in bullet club. Like they need, they need some spice because Mm -hmm. they are in a world of hurt right now.
1: Yeah. They're starting to, I think, try to turn it around. Okada won the G1. And then instead of the briefcase, he brought back the old world title. And it's just like, you, you look at that belt, and you're like, damn, just bring that back fully, please. That's the best-looking belt ever. <laughs> they, they tried something, and it didn't work. Yeah, yeah. I saw someone online. They said they need to do it. where uh, After all this, uh, right before the next Wrestle Kingdom, uh, they shoot a vignette where uh, uh, Naito wakes up, and the last two years have all been a dream in New Japan. <laughs> Like it, just like they kind of reset everything back to before they did the uh change the belt and all that stuff
0: (laughs) and put it on evil. Man, I I thought that was a good decision when they did it, yeah. At the time, I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like, I liked evil and bullet club, this is neat. And I liked evil, people did like evil for a long time, Mm -hmm. and then
1: it just has been a train wreck ever since,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: I, I know when that happened, when they put the belt on Evil, it was they had their first shows back from the pandemic. So they're just trying to drum up interest like, oh shit, they gave the belts to Evil. That's crazy. But then it just didn't work. And then it's just kind of been downhill from there.
0: Yeah. Like AEW uh, sending some people over there for a joint venture
1: cannot come soon enough for New Japan. Oh, for sure. Once COVID's uh, pretty much done, you know Danielson's going to be in Japan as quickly as he can. Oh,
0: Kenny will be too. Kenny's going yeah. back. He's chomping at the bit. You can tell. Mm-hmm. And that relationship's mended now. So yeah. you would think. Who knows? Because they were working and You know, Mox, Moxley.
1: Mox would probably want to go back over there to do his stuff oh, with Tanahashi. Will. Yeah. And they'd love Archer him. will go love over. Him and, yeah, Archer. Yeah, there's lots of guys that'll go over there to help out, which would be cool. It'll, okay, so...
0: uh let's let's call it um yeah i'm do we want to do a do you want to do an episode this weekend
1: uh, uh nah. i mean i got stuff to do but we don't it's not yeah. like a huge episode nah. or anything <laughs> yeah
0: nah i mean there there's a danielson versus eddie match but we can talk if that about match that is
1: like week. match of the year we'll we'll do a quick one or something but <laughs> there's a chance <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> all right no no we'll, we'll talk about it next
2: week it's fine yeah, yeah, that's fine. All right, see you guys later. See ya.